Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artist, and we listen to all of the records and we rank them from worst to best. And uh, this week we're doing thrice. So we're going to go, we're going to do all of their records plus their first impressions EP. And we're also going to add in the Artist in the Ambulance Revisited record. Uh, but before we do that, you go, everybody go out there um, to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, tell all your friends how amazing we are. Uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio, and my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So normally we start the this kind of this episode out as well with our, our six degrees of Tom DeLong, but the last month or so has been way too easy, and this week is just as easy. So what's the point, honestly? So no six degrees of Tom DeLong. Well, some so people may just, not know how easy it is. I mean, okay, so it's Eddie Breckenridge from Thrice. The bass player was also the bass player in Angels and Airwaves. Angels to Tom, easy peasy. That's how easy it is. Well, Dustin toured with Chris Conley and from Stage Today, Matt Pryor from the Get Up Kids, right? And Chris Conley was on the same album as Tom, the Say Anything right. album. Yeah. Hebrews. So weird, it is easy, but weird this song is not. Too. Other people may not think it was as easy as, as intellectual minds such as myself. And myself. Like how I didn't, I, I left you out I know, of that one. I know one. what you did. I know what you, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. All right. Hey, let's, let's get into this. We got 13, we're, we're ranking 13 different things. We're also splitting the Alchemy Index into two records because it was technically two separate releases. So let's start with your number 13, Jeff. And also your biggest banger or stinker if you got one. So what do you got? Go. <laughs> so they're, they have a lot of worst albums, but the worst of the worst <laughs> is Major Minor, their eighth okay. album. Honestly, I have I only have one note. I have one line here. I said, "What the hell?" I don't even remember listening to any of this. How fucking weird! <laughs> I get. It. I have I no recollection of this whatsoever. I totally get it. I Good totally or bad, I fucking have no idea what to listen to. <laughs> All right, then. Um, so no bang or nothing then. No. So let's get into my my number thirteen. It's uh, the Alchemy Index. Aaron Earth. You're what? Aaron what? Earth from from Turn 2008. What? <laughs> um, this is there's only one song on here that actually stands out, and it's "The Sky Is Falling," which is my banger off of it. But it's a cover, um, and otherwise, this album is just boring. I ne- I mean, I've listened to this this album a bunch of times, and never has it stood out to me ever. Um, so I just have nothing else on on Aaron wow. Earth because it's just it's just straight up boring, just boring stuff. Wow. So what do you got for twelve? That's we're we're, we're starting already. Okay, <laughs> we're starting already. All baby. right, there we go. <laughs> here's here's we get into like Tyler's favorite era of, of thrice is Palms. Palms is is, Palms. is my number low, twelve. Huh? I mean, Palms yeah. is trash, dude. This album starts off solid. Like I like the way he sings in the first couple of songs. The music mm-hmm. is fine, a little heavy, still kind of ambient, but like it just seriously turns into a fucking church band playing the most generic garbage that I've ever church heard. Church band. <laughs> so like next door to my house, there's a church and it's a nice fucking church. I can't remember what it's called, but I went over there one time to do, I can't remember what I was over there for, but it just so happened that when I was there, they had a they were filming a music video, a live performance of their band, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, it's it's five dollars, you know, covered. It, it goes to the community." I was like, "Fuck yeah, five bucks to see a band play? Of course, I'm going to pay for that." So I go in and I stand kind of in the back, and they give me like a sticker and like a goodie bag, and I'm like, "Damn, that was well worth five dollars." I wish there was beer, but then the <laughs> band started playing. And I was like, "Yep, this is." This is it. This I want to go home. I want to go a, home. This is a fucking church band. Yeah. <laughs> this is garbage. This is awful. Like, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't, why, I don't understand, like, why all these, like, Christian rock bands have to just do the most generic fucking thing possible. And Big open it. chords. Um, 
you know, everybody sings the same way, the same yeah. tempo. Everyone's got, everyone has to have a chance to sing. Everyone has a chance to like be in the limelight. We got to praise God at some point, maybe not like yeah. directly like with, with lyrics, but like, you know, everyone's raising their hands up. Everyone's standing up in their chairs. <laughs> like, it's just, ugh. Did, ugh. Did, did the drummer have the plexiglass around it? He did. He fucking did. Yes. He fucking was, did. And he's was, all was the way in the back too. Was the was the bass player playing a five or six string, five or <laughs> no. six, six string bass too? There there was one bass player. There was two guitar players, and then there was an acoustic guitar players. There was a male uh, male vocalist and two female vocalists. And over always, the course of the it's show, it's always two electric and two and one acoustic, and they all play the same chords. Always. And I stayed for the whole show. <laughs> I stayed for the whole show. I will say, oh, I wow. stayed for the whole show just because I, I was I, there was cool stuff here and there, but overall it was trash. But everybody got their chance to sing. Like all three vocalists, they all got their time to like you know you know michael it's your turn to go to the front now and he walked up and then did his like thing and <laughs> you know they're all cool and they all have tattoos and like t- yeah, contemporary yeah. haircuts and it's like man you guys suck dude fuck this but then i thought in my mind i was like damn dude because it's a nice church really nice recording equipment i was like i wonder if i could play drums for your church band because <laughs> i'm ju- i know i'm just as good as that guy i'm not great at drums but i know i'm just as good as you <laughs> just get behind that plexiglass I know. That's it. That's right, though. Yeah, Palms. <laughs> trash album. Fucking trash. Okay, my my number 12 is uh, Major Minor from 2011. This is the record, the last record they put out before they broke up. And uh, and this is definitely the first record where you hear that worship sound come in. I mean, at this point, Dustin was full-blown worship. And the reason why the band broke up was because he moved up to Seattle to be um, a preacher. And which ended up, you know, blowing up his blowing up in his face, but um, yeah, major minor. I mean, really, the only song that stands out to me is "Yellow Belly," the opening track, which was actually the single as well. And um, it's just I, the only and the only reason, only reason why that stands out is because that riff is is pretty heavy, and the guitar the guitar tone is is fucking gritty and gross sounding, and that part is great. But otherwise, the record is forgettable. I mean, it really is forgettable. I don't have this on vinyl. No intention on getting it on vinyl. Um, so, major minor is my number twelve. What do you got for uh, eleven? All right. Well, at least at least you hate that one. I can't believe uh, all human <laughs> index that part is, is so low. That's okay. Here we go. Another one. To be everywhere is to be nowhere. Just all right. honestly, this is not a ton different than Palms. Some approach, like same approach, same style. The later songs were a bit more eclectic and kind of like Radiohead-esque in how it droned on. It's kind of cool, I guess. But overall, this was just, I don't know, dumb. Again, I, <laughs> just I dumb. don't care. It was dumb. <laughs> I, I did I did like Salt and Shadow, not because the song was good, but because, again, it's it made Kevin's me, screen name. Yeah, I don't want yeah, I don't want to throw any names down, but friend of the pod, <laughs> one of their one of their monikers handles is Salt and Shadow and I think the first time we did thrice, that's when I realized it. And it was kind of like, oh, that's where it's from. <laughs> yeah. Mo- like all of his tattoos are all thrice, too. All of I his know. tattoos. <laughs> the one on his back, the ones on his shoulder, his chest, all thrice. Oy. Oy. And it's so funny because he's such an atheist, too. <laughs> and he, and like and the one that's on his chest is like is very biblical, too. And he knows it. He, but it's just it's just the irony of it. This giant atheist getting all these Christian themed tattoos. Um, so yeah, my number 11 is, uh, to be everywhere is to be nowhere from 2016. Um, this one is, it still has that worship sound to it. You know, the band just got back together at this point after everything blew up in Dustin's face and he had already put out like some worship records, solo records. So obviously that's going to bleed into the threat, into thrice's music. And it did, it really did on this one, but this one has always been ranked my least favorite. So I was when I was listening to it, I thought, oh, there's some really there's some cool moments here. It's it's really not as bad as I remembered. Um, but even still, I'm I'm never really gonna go back to it unless we do thrice again on the pod. Um, I'm never gonna get it on vinyl. I think even like Rise Records had it on sale recently for like twelve dollars for the vinyl. Not worth like, it. Nah, nah, not gonna do it. Not although you bought it. two copies of Bodies, so I don't know. That's I okay. also bought two copies of Horizons East, but oh god, <laughs> by accident. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's uh, let's get into uh, your number ten. What do you got? Horizons East, dude. Horizons <laughs> East, bro. Eleven, two thousand twenty-one. 
this. <laughs> all right. So here we go, bro. Here we go. You ready? Okay. At, at this right. point, thrice just sounds like the fucking Deftones. Ambient noise, busy drums, weird guitar chords that are just overly verbed up, and like the high lead parts. This is just bad Deftones. I fucking don't even like the Deftones. This is bad Deftones. Dustin sounds like he's just always exhaling in a lazy way. Like his vocals, the way he yeah, does it. He does, like, that's a good way of explaining I, 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 it. I, 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 like, why, why am I here if you don't want to be here? Why am I listening to this shit? <laughs> this wasn't like their worst output, but I just, like, I definitely yeah, think yeah. this is just fucking, like, this is dumb, dude. Like, this band is dumb at this point. Um, <laughs> Still Life was the closest I came to enjoying myself on this one. And that's just because it was driven by a cool bass line. But this entire, this entire, like, starting from like the preachy stuff from the real church band era sounding thrice, they formed, they became the Deftones, like the worst of the Deftones. The yeah. worst of the Deftones. I, w- I would rather, okay. I would, I would rather, I would rather listen to my least ranked Deftones over Horizon Z, my number 10, basically Horizon Z's to be everywhere, Palms and major minor. I would, I would rather listen to like white pony or diamond eyes over any of those thrice albums. Okay, I and I, I don't I fucking like White Pony. <laughs> <laughs> you'll like, you'll eventually like it. You'll eventually like Deftones. Yeah. All right, my uh, my number ten is Palms from twenty eighteen. Um, I I still think this is a good record. Uh, I may purge it at some point. Uh, but I mean, I got it for so cheap. It's just like was it I still free? like it? No, it wasn't free. It wasn't, <laughs> it, but it was it very wasn't cheap. so cheap. That's the, only accept, that's the only acceptable price that you should have picked that record up for. <laughs> it was if it was free. <laughs> and even then, it's questionable. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I do like this record. There is like one worshipy sounding song, and I can't even remember the name of it right now. But that song sucks. But there's some some bangers, like Branch in the River is a banger. Uh, Hold Up the Light, you know, the two heavier songs on the record. But I do like how this song also starts out with like that Stranger Things kind of electronic thing and they're they're finally getting back to some form of experimentation on this record. Not to say it was done super well, but I mean they they're kinda getting back into it and and I it's not a bad record. I like I said, I do have it on vinyl and, and I don't know if I'll purge it, but we'll see. Uh but yeah, Palms is my is my number ten. So what do you got for number nine? All right, beggars, beggars, my number nine. I don't, oh I don't have, a, I don't have a lot of negative things to say. I think this is just oh middle. This is good middle ground thrice. I don't think he yeah, sounds like yeah. he's trying to lead a church band. He doesn't sound like he's opening some stagecoach fucking thing because sometimes he can sound pretty like, like pop country ish. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's good music that isn't over the top like Horizons, but they do the sound better, and so beggars. I don't hate this album. I don't like this album. I think this is just, it's just middle ground. I don't, I don't have anything negative to say really about it. It's just there, everything else I think is, is a lot better than this. Okay. You're wrong, but okay. Um, my number nine then is Horizons East, their newest record from 2021. Uh, this record's actually grown on me too. I, I really kind of, I really didn't like it at first, but this week I listened to, I actually listened to all the records twice this week um, oh or over the last two weeks, I should say two weeks, I should say. And um, and this one did grow on me. I, I agree with you. It's it's a little bit more atmospheric. Riley is always kind of busy on the drums, which is is good. I mean, he's a good drummer, and he's kind, he has kind of his unique style sometimes, and uh, and that's cool. But and but also I agree with you with Dustin, like the the airy vocals, the kind of round sounds that he makes with it. I, that's the only way I could I could kind of explain that kind of vocal style. Like it sounds very round, and that's kind of what he does. I I think at this point they've pretty much ditched all of the worship sound. And uh, and it makes for a better listen. So, yeah, Horizons East definitely not not their best. I do have this on vinyl, and uh, yeah, mine comes with uh, some three D glasses because every the whole all the cover art is uh, is three D. So it comes with those glasses too. No, that makes and, sense. Uh, I would I would include three D glasses too on my record if it sounded like shit. But guess what? Oh, I almost blew. Oh, okay, never mind. I almost blew something. <laughs> anyway, um, so what do you got for number eight? <clears throat> the artist in the ambulance. Revisited. No. Okay, you fucking idiot. I was going to say revisited. You're the fu- you're the biggest fucking moron in the world if you put artists this low. Oh my oh, god. Revisited. You fucking asshole. Got him. Got you. Jesus Christ. You did get me. You got me. You this got is, me. Dude, this is just like too far gone from the masterpiece we got. And and I listened to these back to back 
I listened to this one first, and then I listened to the other one second because I went backwards. Yeah. But I did listen to these back to back because I wanted to make a point to say, okay, how could you make this better? And they do. There's so much more nuance in the original one. And there's too much there's too much of new thrice in this mm-hmm. over like the old thrice sound. And it just it just didn't it didn't hit home. And that's to be expected because this is a remixed album. This is another thing yeah. they're doing and already. It's Twenty years later. Yeah, exactly. So like I'm not knocking it for that because like you can't beat the original because it's the fucking original. Like how are you gonna make it bigger? So mm-hmm. I, I don't have a banger on this. I don't think it's bad. I think this is great. If people get into Thrice because of this album, that's fucking amazing. And then they get into you know the original version of Artists in the Ambulance. But this is just not. This is not as good. <laughs> clearly, we'll see. We'll see where it sits in my rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Full of surprises. Full of surprises. I already stupid um, surprises. So my number eight is, uh, this is where I'm going to put First Impressions, their first DP from 1999. So it's, uh, this is a collection of seven songs, one of which was re-recorded for Identity Crisis. The other ones have never been touched uh, since Identity Crisis came out. Uh, the band hates this EP. It's not on any of the streaming sites outside of YouTube because people have uploaded it. Every band member hates it. They won't, they get upset if you bring it up. Um, I got, you know, I got a talking to by one of the members for bringing it up once. Uh, he was upset about it and, um, they're very fussy. They're very fussy men sometimes. And, but I, I like, I like first impressions. It's, it's, it's like a good, it's a good like prototype for what they were to become on identity crisis and illusion. And it's, this EP is way more skate punk than anything that they've ever done. Um, much in the vein of like no effects, like fast, no effects, like the, like stuff off of white trash or stuff off of, um, uh, like so long and things for all the shoes, just like that fast, fast stuff. And, uh, and it's fucking, it's, it's, they're good songs. They are really good songs. And Riley absolutely rips it up on the drums considering how fast he's playing and how fast these songs are. He's has some incredible fills on this thing. It's busy, but it's good. And I know he's, I've heard him say in interviews, like, I was, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just writing parts rather than songs, which I, to me, I think is a downfall, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think first impressions is a, it's a solid EP for what this band became over the next, there the following three, four years. So, um, I have no complaints about first impressions. It's, it's rad. I would get it on vinyls, but they only ever made like a thousand copies of it on CD so if you actually have a, have an OG copy of this, I, they go for I think a couple hundred dollars. Ooh, for the CD, it's pretty insane for a CD, yeah, crazy. So and and they, they they were kids, you know, they were like eighteen, nineteen years old. They had no money, so they actually got a loan from Dustin's dad. He funded it, and uh, to make the the first pre- first and only pressing of first impressions. So, yeah, there you go. And uh, I mean, if I had to pick a banger, it would be opaque. Um, it's just, but it, they're all the songs are kind of the same, except for TNC. TNC is its own, its own thing, and it's incredible. But anyway, let's okay. move on. All what right. do you got for your number seven? Mine is mine is first impressions. I um, okay. I just I just kind of like skimmed through this, so you know, take take that for what you will. But I thought this was super fun. It was a cute EP. I agree. Like this is a band that sounds like the writing parts because everybody's doing the same thing except for Riley. It's like, (laughs) it's like everybody wrote the music and they had Riley put the drum part to it. And then he just Travis Barkered it. He's, dude, he's so fucking fast. He, he's doing something. He's like the Travis Barker and Enema to their, everybody else that is, that is going on. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's light years beyond. And I, I never realized until I listened to tonight, like the the guy is like really, really fucking good at the drums. He is. And he never, he never really shows that because he's always writing with the band, which makes for better music in general. Like yeah. I'd rather listen to a good cohesive album than I would just the guy ripping it up on the drums. But he never really shows like how great he is at the drums throughout their career. I don't think he he doesn't. I I think I think his best performances are on their first three records. After God that, he damn. slows it down a lot. I mean, not to say that they're they're bad drum performances or songwriting at all. It's just it's a completely different approach after the first three records. He can like once go, you hit Visu, it's so different. He he goes from like the fast skate punk thing, and then immediately drops into like a halftime drum beat, whereas everybody else is still doing the same thing, and then he'll kick it right back up and not lose like any momentum whatsoever. Yeah, like it was. You're right. It was solid, but like it's, and, it, it's and you hear it all over Identity Crisis too. 
which yeah, we'll get into. It, it's unfocused and unpolished, so that's it's yeah. it's an EP. That's, that's where I put it. I just wish they I would just wish they they would acknowledge it more and like appreciate it more. Come on, guys, just put it on streaming sites. <laughs> if anything, remaster it. I don't care. Just fucking I mean, like, put it somewhere. If you don't like your music, then laugh about it. Be like, yeah, dude, we're not gonna play any of that shit because we all fucking hate it. But like, giggle about it. Like, don't be a you know, don't yeah. be a Davy Havoc about it. <laughs> Acknowledge it. Say you're not gonna do it. Laugh about it. Move on. Who cares? Oh, that's so good. All right. What, okay, so that was your seven, correct? Yes. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Uh, my seven is the illusion of safety from 2002. Um, I do love this record. High. Wow. Yeah. So. I do love Illusion. I really, really do love this record. And it, the nostalgia behind it is absolutely insane. Um, it's just there are some songs and some parts on this record that are just like, why why do that? Why are you stopping here? Why aren't you... Why is there a clean moment here? Like, they, There are parts where songs completely, completely lose their momentum for no reason. Um, it's It's not it's not as focused as identity crisis. And I know a lot of people would disagree with me on that, but at this point, this is a band where they want to move on from identity crisis, get away from more of the thrashy stuff and make more song, more actual songs rather than just parts and then put them together. But they hadn't quite found that, that flow yet that, or that, that style yet. So this is just a, uh, just a really strange transition for the band and it shows. It really does. And and like I said, I do love the record, but it's it has its you know, it's not bad moments, but questionable moments. But my banger right now, my banger is Red Death. Right smack dab in the middle of the track list. Um, and it's just it hits so fucking hard, just right off the bat with those big heavy drum hits. And it's just and then just Tepe is just ripping it up the whole time. Some and then that that bridge too is so fucking heavy and it's so it's so rad in its simplicity that it just it makes for a perfect song. I love love Red Death. But you know, Betrayals of Symptoms is another one. Kill Me Quickly, of course, the opener, Silhouette. Not Silhouette, um, Subtle Dagger. Fucking all bangers, man. So fucking good. So seven my number seven is the illusion of safety. What do you got okay. for number six? That's fine. Visu. Visu is my number six. Their wow, fourth that album. Is so low. So low. It's not that good. My, my biggest issue with this is how fast it dips into mediocrity. Like Image <laughs> starts the album off and it's incredibly strong. But yeah. by the end of the album, it's honestly just a mess of noise and slow jams. Everything bled together <laughs> and was just like a wasted attempt because there was... Dude, there's for sure some really, really amazing parts here. There's amazing drum parts. There's some amazing guitar fills. There's some amazing melodies. It's just... It doesn't... It doesn't keep the attention that uh, that it starts off with. It just doesn't. I don't disagree with you on that. That's why it's so low. But yeah, um, okay. that's it. That's my number six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so my number six is Beggars. We're finally here. What Beggars from 2009. On, from 2009. I have this on vinyl, of course. Cool tricolor, like uh, was it red, yellow, and blue. And uh, it's a cool variant, and and it's a great record too. I, this is like they they did Alchemy Index, they did all that crazy experimentation on on Alchemy and also Visu, and then now at this point in their career, they wanted to create more of a rock record, but not like what they were like the thrashy punk stuff they were doing. They wanted to make more of an alt rock record, so they they ditched all the the the, the crazy samplings and you know, keyboard, synth, all that kind of stuff. They they got into Tepe's garage and they just jammed it out. They just jammed this record out. That's how they wrote it. They wrote it very collaboratively, which they've always done, but they just did it in a garage. No, nothing fancy, no fancy studios, nothing like that. They used Tepe's studio that he had just, he actually built the studio to just make records at this point for the band. And um, so they could keep everything entirely in-house and save a ton of money. And it just his fucking recording studio was like in Tustin. He lived in Tustin here in, in Orange County. Local. And can, you, can you imagine just like driving down there or walking down the street and you hear fucking thrice jamming in a garage? Like, what the fuck is that? Well, not to this, but, but yeah, overall. But you know, they're probably playing old songs too. You walk by and they're playing image of the invisible or, you know, something off of artist. That would be cool. Silhouette, you know, like walking by and hearing, hearing them, hearing them play silhouette. That 
big, big, heavy riffs. It'd be fucking insane. Um, also, at this point, they they all kind of like started switching their instruments out to where like you know instead of using like bigger, heavier guitars like Gibson SGs, which Dustin was known to use like only Gibson SGs and and Les Pauls and stuff like that, they all switched to like Telecasters. So because they wanted a, a a higher like a brighter tone to their music as well. So that's why there's also this huge huge transition in the sound because they were they were ditching the heaviness so much that they switched out the guitars and amps and things like that. Got rid of the 5150s, you know, and all that kind of shit. But um, Baker's, it, I just like it because it's just a solid alt-rock record. It's it's kind of has this like kind of lazy feel to it, but it's never not exciting. There's some great, like honestly, amazing melodies on this entire record. Um, I love how dry everything sounds. Um, I just, I, it's so different. It's so different with Thrice, you know, it's just like you... The three, the three records, Visu, Alchemy, and then this, it doesn't even sound like the same band. And I love the band for that. And Beggars is just like the last great, great thing the band did. Um, and my banger is In Exile. I think it's like number, it's like right in the middle of the record too. This is, it's a slower jam, but it's just, it's a constant beat that Riley throws down. Simple, simple beat, but it drives the whole song. I love the vocal melodies in the chorus. It's just, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing song. So Beggars is my is my number six. I also yeah, have a ton was, of nostalgia with this one too. That was a mouthful for sure, Beggars. I know, because I, I really okay. do like this record. I really love it. I really, really Okay. Do. I don't I don't uh, I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> okay. So what do you what do you got for that's, number five? That's all right. Uh number five, the illusion of safety. Okay. I think I think that's about where I put it last time we did this. I think so too. Um their second album. But this was a lot better than I remembered it being. And I really do love this record. It's pretty fucking good. Like, there's a lot of stuff here that's just insanely heavy and really fast, really intense. Like, they bring, I don't know, it's a perfect bridge between identity and artist, right? Like, it's -hmm. it's like that perfect thing. They can do the identity crisis sound, but then do the more complex, like, artist in the ambulance type delivery. And this is this is it. So I, I get, I get why I don't put it above the other two because it's a it's a, a mesh of both of those sounds, but like it's really really good. I like it a lot. It I really have nothing negative to say about it. If I ever saw like a like an OG pressing, now I'm like really snobby about buying vinyls. <laughs> but if I ever saw like an OG pressing, I'd for sure buy this. I it, I wouldn't even matter how much it would cost because this is good and it's cohesive and it tells like a story from beginning to end and. Like everything meshes really well together. I like it. Bettsville Crucible, dude, fantastic fucking closer. It's over four minutes. It kind of did that that jam thing a bit and droned on, but it never got dull, never got predictable. And I don't Mm -hmm. know. That was really like the start of their really, really, really good closers, which TNC is a great closer. It's a great closer. closer. It's their best closer. Predictable, though. It's predictable. I don't care. I don't care if it's predictable or not. I don't, who cares? Whoa. It's an amazing closer. It's their best closer. I like to be. I like to be wowed. I like to be. Uh, I like to be caught off guard. I like a and good we'll twist. We'll talk about why it's the best closer too. We'll talk about why it's the best closer on the main episode. I like a good twist, but uh, yeah, Betsville Crucible, super solid. Illusion of Safety, fantastic album. Go. Okay, I think my. I think my one of my illusions, because I have two illusions, and I think right you do. I do, and one of them. I think the original one I bought is an OG pressing. Oh, I'll take that one. I think it is. Well, no, because I want it. <laughs> well, well, and the only reason why why I bought the repress last year was because it has the bonus song. It has that hide- the that hideous strength. Oh, you gotta have the bonus the song though. Album. Yeah, you gotta have the bonus song. I do. Have you heard that song? No, but you have to have the bonus song. Therefore, I will take the OG. No, I I don't remember. If it's an you OG. Oh, I have to double check. You're not opposed to it though. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Oh, here we go. You may have a trade going on. We'll talk talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) So, I almost, never mind. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think you know what I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I've like, I've almost done that. No, we're both chomping at the bit to fucking say it, but we're not going to say it. I know, I know. And it's, it's, uh, never mind. I want to talk about it so bad. Um, Anyway, because it's, it's so exciting for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my my number five is Artists in the Ambulance Revisited 
from wow, this that year, twenty twenty three. I I mean the songs are so are so good that yeah they they do sound very different from the OG, but the songs are so fucking amazing. It's just like you gotta put it you gotta put it higher than than most re recorded records. I I do get it does sound like more like modern thrice. The tempos are a tiny bit slower than than the original, but the overall quality sound uh, the sound the mix and everything like that i feel is much better than the original uh, artist i do like the the drier drum sounds the the louder more bombastic drum sounds i think the guitar tone is significantly better than artist and that's even when i was like when artist came out i w- always had an issue especially with the guitar tones i felt like the, they sounded so they didn't sound real it didn't sound crunchy really it was just it seemed like a fake crunch, like a fake distortion. But I feel like from a production and mixing standpoint, they nailed it on the re-recording. I, I do think it was a cool idea to have, you know, their friends come in and, and sing along, sing some of the songs with them. I thought that was really neat because a lot of bands wouldn't do that. And That's and cute. It was cool. And it wasn't just like friends from like back in the day. Like they had the guy from Holy Fawn, which is a really cool band too. But they're a new band and they're... They, Thrice has kind of like taken them under their wing and taken them on tour and, and all that kind of stuff. So they came in. I think he's saying silhouette with them. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I think it's a really cool re-recording. The artwork was tastefully done. Um, I, I just, I think it's really good. I really enjoy it. So, and I, and I have it on vinyl, of course, because I'm a schmuck. Sure. But um, yeah, artist revisited. I'll get into my banger when we when i talk about artists later so that's fine um what do you got for uh, number four here we number go four. baby here's the top here's the final four here's the stuff that like <laughs> fucking still wows me i love this it's so good i can't believe you have not said air and earth yet that dude is air and earth alchemy index volume three and four this is <laughs> it man this is fucking fantastic i like these a lot dude i fucking like every time i listen to these i may be biased because we do have these in the vinyls now and it's just it's a different experience having to sit down, having to flip it, looking at the booklet. Dude, there's so much info in the booklet. Yeah, it's and cool. Then, it's a great presentation, a great product. As opposed to like listening to it at the gym when you're doing other things, when you're trying not to fucking fall on the treadmill. You know what I mean? There's a whole there's a whole different like ball yeah. game. So so I will say like like sitting down with these and really like really digging in made this better. The, these like this one specifically has gotten better. Um, it's still not obviously it's not as good as fire and water, but what separates so first of all, what separates air and water, because they're very, very similar in like presentation mm-hmm. and they sound very similar, because it the differences are subtle, easily missed, but air has a lot of parts of silence. There's some riffs that are choppy and they allow for pauses between the parts, unlike water, where water is very sound cheesy, but it's very fluid. Like the riffs yeah. flow together from one to the other. There's never any like staccato parts. It's just very fluid. So that's a very, very subtle like nuance that separates the two. They're very similar. I get it. Um, but that's cool. Like that's cool, man. That's a cool thing like like to do. Like air. Why is this air? Why is this airy? What makes this different than water? Oh, because there's a lot of silence in this. There's a lot of like negative space. I like that. Mm-hmm. Silver wings. Dude, that's a good air closer. Really drove like the theme home. It set up earth perfectly. And like that's that's a fucking great closer, not their best, but that's a great closer. <laughs> and then like Earth, dude, I really oh, like Earth. Man. I like Earth part a lot more this time around. Earth, the first Earth is my least favorite for sure. The first time, the like board. I I also didn't really like it that much. It was like ah, I either choose the acoustic thing or don't. Like what makes this Earth? Like I like the acoustic thing being like a, a, a down to basics, right? Like going back to the Earth, just an acoustic guitar, no electronics, but then there are electronic stuff. So whatever. But but it's fun. It's fun hitting like the acoustic bass earth and it's super rad, especially since we, we started with the hyper aggressive fire. We get back to the earth like his I don't know. It, it's it's all. It's good. It's cohesive and it works. I like it a lot. Come come mm. all you weary. Dude, his voice, his melody. Oh, my God. I hate that song. That's a fucking perfect song. Oh, for I Dustin. hate that song. I would I would fucking I would pay money <laughs> just to see him play that song live. That is. That is a perfect fucking song for him. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe you like that song. That Dude, is, air air and earth. Oh, that was that's man. some unreal shit. That is that is to me, that is the worst song that they've done from their first record th- and through to Beggars. 
And 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tough shot. Here here's the thing. Okay. Tough shot. Here's the thing. <laughs> you meant here's to say hot shot. Here's the thing. Hot shot. Here's the thing. <laughs> when you put out something called fire, yeah. right? Yeah. Like everybody knows what that's going to be. It's going to be fast, aggressive, and loud. When you put out something called like air and earth, it's tougher. You are you've already dug a hole that it's going to be hard to get out of. When you put out something like fire, like come on, dude, like this, we know what it's going to sound like. Thrice we've heard you done fire before. So the, the, the I don't know they're already taking a gamble on the air and the earth part, and I think they did it really really well. Fires is going to be easy. Any fucking band that has already put out four albums prior that is fire sounding, not like yeah, as as a, as a kid say fire, but fire sounding. <laughs> they've already set themselves up. It's easy. It's low hanging fruit. Still really really good because it's you know ranked above my four, but we know what we're getting ourselves into here with air and and earth. They had, I don't know, they had more to prove. Okay. They had more to prove. I, I, okay, I agree with you there. They did have more to prove because they've been primarily a heavy band. But still, it doesn't make for a great record. Or EPs or whatever you you're want to fu- whatever. Dude, you're absolutely nuts. This was your least, you ranked this the last. Favorite, yeah. I did. That's stupid. Yeah. That's just, dude, come on. Over Palms, outside, which had outside no of fucking the sky energy. Falling, yeah. Ma- major minor time, yeah. which which i don't even know what the fuck that sounded like to be honest <laughs> to be everywhere is to be nowhere which had no personality you're telling me air and, and and earth at least like try to do something different and for it the most part so boring. Executed it was that. just so boring if not bad like with with come all you weary but it's like, called air and fucking song. earth dude like okay, you know it's so? going to be boring that's the point of it <laughs> I don't want to listen to a boring record. The difference That's was like it's so low. was like major and minor was boring and didn't try to be boring. Exactly. Palms was boring and it didn't try to be boring. Exactly. Like, that's sad. They're trying to be boring, achieve that score. Palms and major minor to be everywhere is to be nowhere. Those all weren't trying to be boring. I don't. I don't boring. care. And you rated in, them higher. In this instance, I don't. I don't care. I don't care if they're whether or not they tried to be boring. It's boring. I, like I, a, I don't. It makes no fucking difference to me. It's stupid. It's just. It's, it's dumb. They're, it's not I mean, stupid. If it's if boring, that's fucking. If boring. they're all boring to you, why would you not like at least choose the one to be the best of the boring, the one that tried to be boring and was boring? Because would why would I do that? Because I, 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 I just I don't I don't care. I just I I didn't like it then, and it's never grown on me. It has never grown on me for what it when did it come? Two thousand eight. Fucking fifteen years ago. Silly. It's, it still silly. has never ever grown silly boy. outside of the one song. Never. Why do you hate "Come All You Weary"? Like I love the way he says that too. Bad, I do. That's it's like the, the worst rasp part. in his voice. Like oh, so that's good. the worst part. That's so. Good. It sounds like he's saying like "riri." Like he can't say "riri." It's already it's already a word that's hard, very difficult to say. Weary. I feel. Yeah. yeah weary. Weary. Like, well, now now that I weird. say it out loud, it sounds weird. Yes. It sounds weird when you say weary. It. And it sounds weird when it sounds like he's saying like, it sounds <laughs> it like he's speech sound impediment. It does so weird. Why does it sound weird? Weary. It does. It does. And sound it like always you, bothered it, me. It sounds like he's saying like W R E R Y, Reary. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't like that word. I don't either. And that's what I hated so much about it when it came out. Oh, God. I hope I don't listen to that now and hear that. That's going to Oh, be, you're going to hear it every That's going to be devastating. Time. That will devastate. That will devastate me for reals. I'm telling you, that's what it, it's, it sounds weird when he sings it. Always has, and it's never grown on me. And I just, I think that is the worst song they put out up through 2009. But anyway, wow, Owen 2. Um, my number four is Visu. Uh, their, their album from 2005, we already talked about it a bit because you ranked it so low. Um, it, it's, it's another really, really transitional record. I mean, I was not expecting the, this record when it came out. Um, you actually were there when they played. Uh, a new song from this record we, at Bamboozle when we saw them at Bamboozle they played The Earth Will Shake for the first time ever the first time they've ever played any songs from Visu and uh, and I remember thinking well, okay this song is really cool but it's not what I want from Thrice like I after coming off of Artist and hearing how fucking amazing that record is you get The Earth Will Shake I just it was it was weird but then eventually you know once you hear that that song within the context of the record it's fantastic. It's amazing. And I do understand what you mean where, you know, Visu does, I don't want to say drop off. It tapers it off definitely, though, for sure. It loses a bit of its momentum for sure. But even some of the later songs, like what, like one of my bangers this week is Stand and Feel Your Worth. I, it, it's, it's a slower, more kind of atmospheric song for the most part, 
but there are some really intense heavy moments in there some like as stupid as it is but we like these little nuances where you can you can hear him you could feel you could hear his fingers dragging on the strings and then going into the big fucking chord there just little things like that in that song i feel are are fantastic and the passion in his voice is is amazing in that song atlantic like- is another banger too it's a slower more electronic song that was a song too that they had never kind of dabbled in before that kind of that genre and and atlantic is fantastic love that Be- song because image of the invisible is just it's so perfect there even it's whatever. a great song like it just never it never catches up to that momentum but mm-hmm. it it like tries it tries to do that and i agree like atlantic is a dope song like there's a lot of cool things here that they could have went in a different direction but it always seemed like they tried to go back to the fire thrice sound the image of the invisible thrice sound and it's mm-hmm. like i don't that song is too perfect that song is like too great for you to ever like <laughs> top it and it's the opener yeah. So don't try and do it. Go somewhere else with it. And that's why I think that the the album just never recuperated from it is because they were trying to recapture that pacing. They're trying to recapture that sound. And they just didn't need to. They can do other fucking sounds. Like, I love Earth and Air. They don't need to do the image of the invisible the entire time. They could have went a different direction. But I think they always tried to go back to the first track. And just it, it never... Like, none of these songs are better than image of the invisible. Like, one-on-one, head-to-head... If we did like a head to head, yeah, you thing, might be right. Yeah, image yeah. would win. Image would fucking win. Yeah, I, I think objectively you're right. It's just this is a record that I've heard so many times. Where you know, at, at certain periods of time, I'll have a different, I'll have a different favorite song. You know, just depending on my mood or the, the time. So, but I think yeah, um, objectively, invisible image of the invisible is probably the best. Just from like the Morse Code opening, dude. Like yeah. It's right? pretty fucking like, sick. That's it's pretty sick. So stupid. Like they're so stupid. <laughs> it wasn't even until like recently, like the whole like rush YYZ like Morris code thing too. Like it's like it's all so stupid. These little things that just go under the wayside for fucking so long are just so dumb. But damn, that makes them great. Oh man. All right. So what do you got for number three? Number three is the Alchemy Index, volumes one and two. Fire and water. Fire and water. Fire and water. So, uh, like, fire fire's great. Fire's perfect. They're, but, like, you know what you're getting yourself into. You know fire's going to match the theme. You know it's going to be fast. Like I said earlier, aggressive and loud and hard. Because they've done it four times before this. Yeah. We know that. The arsonist from Fire, dude, fucking, fucking so good. Banger. Fucking That's banger, banger of a song. I, I'll just say it. This is my number three as well. Dude, so we're on a, the same level. What a ride, dude. Like the quiet parts yeah. that build to like huge drops, a lot of cool drum rolls. Man, that's all you fucking need. But it's safe. Yeah. It is safe. It's safe thrice. It's safe. But I will say with Fire, the way that they, they kind of mixed that was just this wall of sound. The entire that entire EP is this wall of sound. So there's no there's no break really, unless everything kind of stops. There's no break. Even like the electronic parts too. Yeah. Like they're loud. It's not, yes. it's not like, you know, on digital C where it's kind of subdued, like postal service Radiohead <laughs> style, you know, even the electronic parts are fucking just loud as fuck. And that's what I love about it. It's, it's just like be it, 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 to go along with the theme. It's like being engulfed in flames, you know, like yes. there's no, like you're drowning in lava drowning. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're drowning in lava. There, there's no oxygen. There's no space for anything else. And I like, they I like how they they were able to convey that just through the music. I it, it, it's a remarkable EP. Because really it's, is. I, but water is better. I agree with you. Water is better. Because it's safe. And that doesn't mean it's bad or good or anything. It, it's safe. And anytime anybody provokes or, or or tries to do like anger in like music, it's just it's easy because like that's such a basic fucking emotion. Right? Do like a more complex emotion, like empathy. Or envy or something, you know what I mean? Like, Are you gonna do empathy question or envy? me exactly, exactly. <laughs> challenge the listener. We're not getting challenged with fire. Water is for sure the better of the two. I fucking yeah. love it. You mentioned digital Water's C. Amazing. That is my fucking banger on this one. That is my banger too. Yeah. That is an <laughs> unreal is. fucking opener, dude. It sets the pacing for the album perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's a little choppy in its delivery, but it finds itself and it gets like this fluid groove going. And mm-hmm. it's like okay. Now I understand. So it's a it, it, it's a bridge between like fire and aggressive, and it kind of like chops up a little bit. Like you imagine like waves like crashing, crashing, right? And then like a calm yeah. sea, 
and that's what like water eventually gets into. And like, my God, how they open and close water is just it's, it's fucking night and day. The song, the song, open water too. Oh my God, it's it's, it's it, just oh my God, it's amazing. The 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 atmosphere, the atmosphere that they created on that EP is incredible. It's like it's like taking what radio hit Radiohead did, but made it more more nuanced. Now, not maybe not more nuanced is not the right word. They expanded on it. They made it sound bigger. Like because Radiohead is just very. There's a lot of detail in there. There's a lot going on with Radiohead, but it never really explodes into something massive. But that's what you get with Water. There are moments where it'll it, the build is very, is so slow, but once you reach that that peak, it's just it's just unreal. It's so fucking good. I I, I think I think Water is amazing. And then the end of Digital C two, the way it's kind of like glitching out. It's it's a little bit cheesy, but it works for the it works for the record. It yes. sounds like he's singing underwater. He's singing through that through that filter. And even when 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 I saw them live during this this era, they played they played mostly stuff off of the Alchemy Index at the House of Blues, and we're actually we're they released a DVD of it too, and we were at that show, and um and literally Dustin came out and they had to like reset up the stage for to do the Alchemy stuff because it's so electronic, and so that he had he was like actually singing through like a. Looked like a walkie-talkie kind of thing, and that's this how he was singing through it. Dude, the stage at the House of Blues and I was so fucking big. It was, like, yeah, it's a big stage. They still needed to like reset the stage. Yeah, fucking yeah. chodes. <laughs> it's a huge stage. It is, yeah. Well, the new one is even bigger. Yeah, you massive. haven't even been to the new House of Blues, or have you I been? been in, yeah, it's all oh, Pennywise okay. there. All right. Oh, that's right. You did. You did see Pennywise there. But anyway, I don't know. Alchemy Index, Fire and Water, amazing, fantastic, uh, amazing. Um, so, what's your what's your? I think our two and one are. I mean, I think we're at the same point now. And it, it was, it? it's it's funny because like my number two is artist, and um, I mean we we did a whole episode on artist, and yeah, I mean we that, took it was so deep, so such a deep dive. That's like really what what like got me really really into it. Um, was when we did, it was when we did artist right. I was still in California, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Then we why did, did I? What did we do when I was in California? We did. We did identity crisis. Ah, so that was a lost episode. It's. It was a lost episode. Yeah. It was like gotcha. the week before you moved to Arizona. I remember because we recorded it in your garage. It was in the middle of summer. It was hot as fucking balls, but we <laughs> couldn't record inside because Sloan was sleepy or Sloan was in his room, and then Tammy was over. So the dogs were going crazy. Rupert was there. You know, we're like nowhere to record, Dude, we so we just end up recording we'll, in the garage. We'll record on the moon, in the moon, <laughs> on Mount Everest, and the Mariana, Mariana, Mariana Trench. Mariana Trench, yeah. Marian, Marinara Trench, we'll record Marinara. anyway, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it was so fucking hot that we ended up just cutting the episode off early because we were just sweating. It was just <laughs> miserable. Yeah. But, Art's, but yeah, it's so a lost we, episode. You'll never be able to find it. We, lost forever. We did artist... Um, so at some point you can check that one out. Um, we got really, really into it, but it's just this is uh, this is like objectively probably their best album. Like like this is where they tried the hardest. This is where they all were really clicking and writing music together as a band that they've never done before. They never did beforehand. Um, we'll get into obviously my number ones. I didn't need a crisis, yeah. but uh, there's just. Like this is it, dude. Like, this is their, this is the best thing they've ever done as a band, as a whole. It's just not, it's not as innocent sounding as Identity Crisis is. Um, but it, like I said, we did the whole episode. Listen to that. I don't want to get too much into it. But hoods on, hoods on, hoods per- on Peregrine, Peregrine, Peregrine. Dude, Tepe just like he just rips it up the entire he fucking does. time, man. Oh, it's just like so it's just him playing a bunch of like red lead parts, a lot of noodling, meaningful mm. noodling. Not just Omar noodling, meaningful noodling. Hey, watch and it. it's super good. God damn, this album's fucking good. It's and when I'm going, it, when it I'm is. going backwards and I'm listening to like artists, I'm like, damn, that's a fucking good album. Like, holy shit, illusion of safety. <laughs> and then, and then when Identity Crisis first stops, we'll get into the episode though. Good lord, <laughs> that first, when that first like part of Identity Crisis started. I know, title I know track. exactly what part you're talking about too. It's I like, know well, exactly what part. Like, well, this is their best. There it is. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It gets me every time. Um, 
so yeah artist is also my number two uh this is i I would agree with you too this is this could be objectively their their best album um but there's just something about identity crisis the the craziness of it that that i love and which we'll get into later but yeah artists is where they really kind of realize oh we could actually write songs with really awesome parts like this is where the songwriting came first and then they added like just the the cool moments the cool parts um where prior to that they just it was the complete opposite and this is the second time they worked with brendan mctiernan um up in up in fucking massachusetts somewhere or somewhere in new england i don't even fucking know middle of nowhere a barn they were there for like three months like sheltered in place in the winter because they couldn't go out because it was snowing you know it's just like this is this was their life was recording this record um writing and record they, they wrote it and recorded it there um so and, and i think that's so that's so rad that's i mean just bands just don't do that anymore and um but you know artists artists in general i agree with you too they, they, with with tepe's shredding it's so perfectly done so perfectly placed and he absolutely rips it up the entire record right now my favorite song is under a killing moon the second track i mean this, it just cold cash is a great song but once you get into under a killing moon it shreds so much harder so much fucking harder it's heavier well maybe not heavier but it shreds harder and the melodies are better and it's just it's just a, an incredible song an incredible record and like i mentioned earlier some of the the low points of it are some of the production of it i felt like the guitar the distortion on the guitars was a little weird and then some of the drum tones too i wasn't really into but otherwise it's incredible stare at the sun that bass line oh. forget about it forget about it so good you know <laughs> it's fucking it's amazing and also that chorus and stare at the sun it's i think it's one of the catchiest things that they it's the catchiest thing on the record for sure love singing along to that chorus um so yeah artist is my my number two go listen to the go listen to the episode we did a couple of years ago is it I'll there eventually, i'll eventually repo, i'll repost okay. it eventually because it's part of the new format it's just i'm slowly slowly adding the old episodes back so, so like if we if we talk about like an episode that you should they should listen to i should that, put it up huh yeah put up I mean, put yeah, that, at least that. put that at the top of your list of uploads yeah i'll do that I, not I, that I'll we just, get paid for this fucking shit it's you know to do it anyway I don't, who cares but fuck everybody else that listen to it i don't care but yeah <laughs> put it at the top of your list i will I'll, I'll maybe i'll just post it repost it this week i can do it i just i just was kind of going in order um but which makes you know, sense who, who cares though yeah who cares honestly who cares so all we care um, about is everybody fuck spotify spotify i'm now on the band camp of fucking spotify i don't fuck them don't care and fuck universal music group really fuck them like oh really, for sure really fuck, them. fuck them 40 years ago absolutely <laughs> All right, so uh, Identity Crisis is obviously obviously our number one. So go listen to that episode. It's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be fun. So that's it. That's all. Doop, 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 doop.